0: Welcome to the second anniversary of the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. October is our anniversary month and is our 2020 quarter of Thanksgiving. Fred and I are excited about how the Lord's grace and mercies allow us to have the podcast. Two years we are celebrating in our purpose to move God's people to a growing, biblical, dynamic, and soul-satisfying prayer life to His glory and the added bonus of experiencing a taste of eternal life right now. In our celebration, if you write to the podcast, we are offering one of the popsicle crosses designed and made by Paul Nichols to remind us all to have the faith of a child. Thank you for listening. And now, here's your host of the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast, Fred.
1: Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this beautiful day. We thank you for your mercies to us that are multiplied. Heavenly Father, daily the sun rises, the earth produces its crops, your animals are fed, your people are fed. We see trials and goodness, all designed to help our spiritual growth, but none of that would be true for us were we not saved to begin with. So we bow before you today, no matter what else is going on in the world no matter what we are doing, victorious or fraught with challenges. We bow before Thee today to thank Thee that we are saved. Not only, glorious God, did You come in the flesh, the Son of God, the Son of Man, lived Your perfect life and died all as You had planned to effect our salvation through Your provision. But then You called us, Each one of us, you called us, and you moved effectively on our hearts, minds, and souls to open our eyes to the words of the gospel so that we might believe on your holy and good name, Lord Jesus Christ. And that overrides everything else. This life will be what this life is supposed to be for us. We will come to glory, leave this body on the very precise time that you call us to, and our future is set. Glory to God. Our future is set. Our salvation is sure, paid for by your precious blood. And so we just bow before you in quiet humility and thank you for that salvation. Everything else we would pray for falls by the wayside, and we just want to praise you today for the salvation that you have brought us. And it's in your name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that we can present these things, trust in you for them, and walk by faith while we're waiting for them. Again, we present today to you to glorify your holy name. Amen. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. My name is Fred, and I am still the host of the podcast. We began last time to set up our dual purpose for the next few episodes. We are helping to answer the question, When I pray, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How can I know what His will is? And at the same time, we want to add to our reasons for thanksgiving. We're going to examine each of the major aspects of God's will. Then we will present some prayer opportunities for ourselves and then prayer requests for those we are praying for, all with a focus of gratitude. We know it is the will of God that people be saved, it's the paramount will of God. We know that He doesn't take delight. In the punishment of any sinner. And so we offer, in our limited view, we offer salvation to everyone we meet. And so important is this first step in the will of God that Jesus says, it's a consummate tragedy. If you gain the whole world, every single physical advantage, but lose your soul. The critical nature and call to salvation, we can see from the moment Jesus said in Luke 19:9. And Jesus said to him, this is Zacchaeus, by the way, Today salvation has come to this house, because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. That's why he was here. From there we see Paul's heart when he confirms his own purpose. In 1 Corinthians 2, verse 1 and 2, And when I came to you, brethren, I did not come with superiority of speech, or of wisdom, proclaiming to you the testimony of God, for I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. We also see that in Peter. In Second Peter, the Lord is not slow about His promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but all to come to repentance. We see that in the Great Commission, that that's what we're supposed to do, go into the world and preach the gospel. And again, we, we looked at this a little bit in the life of Paul, and I think the book of Philippians asserts that the joy that carries us through every circumstance flows from being committed to and involved in the spread of the gospel. The first purpose and aim of God's will, therefore, is salvation. And our prayer purposes barely need to be repeated, but I do need to let you know a couple things. In fact, if you are not a Christian, it behooves us here to remind you once again, and I'll put, I'll let John MacArthur put this into his words, it is God's will that men be saved. If you have not come to the foot of the cross and met Jesus Christ, then you are not even in the beginning of God's will. And then he follows with this. God has no reason to reveal anything particular about your life because you have not met the number one qualification, salvation. And as I just mentioned, everything else falls away. Now this is from me again, no matter what your circumstances are today. The Bible says today is the day of your salvation. God is calling you. If you are feeling his pull for your submission to the gospel, The Bible puts it this way, And working together with him, we also urge you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, At the acceptable time I listened to you, and on the day of salvation I helped you. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. So I would urge you, if you are not saved and know it, that you do submit to the gospel right now. You can pray to receive his eternal grace. That's kind of the normal way we begin. You may want to stop this and pray that way. If you are listening and are a possessor of the grace of God to salvation, your intercession, again then, should center on the salvation of those you love. It should move then to those who you like pretty good and to those you do not know at all and maybe have never met and to your enemies as well. I believe it's a poor example of one who is as forgiven as we are in the eyes of Almighty God to be unforgiving or have an unforgiving attitude towards other others. And we are called to pray for our our enemies. And I know that that's tough, but Paul says in Romans 12, never take your own revenge, beloved, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. That's God's business. Our business is to pray for the lost. We see in Zephaniah, the Lord is righteous within her. He will do no injustice. Every morning he brings justice to light. He does not fail, but the unjust knows no shame. His justice will never fail. We don't have to fear that. Our place is to know the purpose that flows from the love of God and the nature of God, that we trust him in all things and we pray the way he has asked us to pray for the salvation of others. That sums up pretty much our prayer purposes in when we think about salvation, is praying for others for their salvation. And remembering, we've talked about this, our gratitude. The gratitude comes in this quarter of Thanksgiving from Luke and I have forgotten the chapter, but he sends out 70. And the Bible says that they returned with joy. And they said, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And remember, we've talked about this. He tells them, I've given you authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall injure you. Nevertheless, this is what Jesus says, nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you but rejoice that your names are recorded in heaven. And then he says, at that very time, he rejoiced greatly in the Holy Spirit and said, I praise thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou didst hide these things from the wise and intelligent and didst reveal them to babes. Yes, Father, for thus it was well-pleasing in thy sight. Like it or not, we are those babes. We have great reasons to be thankful and rejoice. In fact, I've been a little convicted over the last few days that I probably should focus more on my thanksgiving in salvation. That might be a good principle. We are utterly thankful that He saved our souls, and we will eternally give Him that thanks because we are in the Beloved. So our unending prayers for others is their salvation and our unending gratitude, no matter what our circumstance is. Our names are written in heaven, and we will spend eternity before the goodness of God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this day again. We bless you for your abundant goodness. We thank you for your forgiveness. We glory in our salvation. Our hearts are brought low, sweet Jesus, for our relatives and friends, all those that we love who do not know you. We pray for their salvation. Give us the compassion, Lord, to pray for workers in the harvest, for all those people that we don't know and have never met, many of them, even our enemies. Hell is terrible. When you are not present in our lives in goodness in this life, it's awful, and hell is completely devoid of your goodness. So we would pray that you would bring your salvation all around the world. Thank you once again for your mercies to us and your grace that has led us to this place. We commit glory to you, thankfulness to you, because of our salvation, and we intercede for that glorious eternal goodness to all those people you are calling to your holy and good name. In the name of Christ, we present all this to you. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and give you peace.
0: Thank you once again for listening in all 28 countries around the world. Remember, to get your own Popsicle Cross, email us at prayer at gmail.com. For any and all voiceover needs, contact me at durringtonr at gmail.com or richarddurrington.com. We are so thankful for you. Be blessed for the rest of your day.